0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 406. Seven Habits to Start in Seven Days to Guarantee a Year of Happiness, part two. By Mark Sharonoff of markangel.com And I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome to the OLD podcast. The podcast where I get permission from authors of some of the best blogs on the planet and read them to you all for free. And now really quick, if you're new here or bouncing around episodes, this is a part two from yesterday. It's the second half of a post. So if you haven't heard it yet, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 405 before listening to this one. And with that, let's continue this post as we optimize your life. Seven Habits to Start in Seven Days to Guarantee a Year of Happiness, part two, by Mark Sharanoff of markandangel.com. Number five give when you're able. While giving is usually considered a selfless act, giving is often more beneficial for the giver than the receiver. In other words, providing social support of any kind can actually be more helpful to the bigger picture of our lives than receiving it. Intuitively, I think we all know this because it feels amazing to help someone who needs it, and that's because lasting happiness doesn't result from what we get, but from what we give, the experience of making a difference in the world. The science behind this is simple. Performing any act of kindness releases serotonin in your brain. Serotonin is a natural substance that has incredible health benefits, including making you feel more joyful. However, what's even cooler about this is that not only will you feel better, but so will others watching your act of kindness transpire. That's right, bystanders will be blessed with the release of serotonin just by watching you give kindness. And a side note is that the job of most antidepressants is to release more serotonin. Move over, Pfizer, kindness is kicking butt and taking names. So just keep in mind that while you can't give all of yourself all of the time, you can give some of yourself some of the time, and doing so will make all the difference. Number six, nurture your closest relationships. Finding Flow, an interesting psychology book on happiness, reveals national survey data showing that when someone claims to have a few close friends with whom they can discuss important problems, they are 60% more likely to say they're happy. Also, did you know studies have shown that average human mortality rates double when we're lonely? Whoa, good relationships really are worth their weight in gold. And the number of friends isn't the important aspect here. It's the effort you put into your relationships that matters. Although it's harsh to think about, even the best relationships dissolve over time if they aren't maintained. A closeness with someone is something you need to continually earn, so never treat it as a given. Every time you connect with those close to you, you further strengthen those bonds and give yourself a little boost of happiness at the same time, win-win. And don't wait around to make big plans with those you care about. Make your time together the plan. Communicate openly on a regular basis. Get together in the flesh as often as possible, not because it's convenient to do so, but because you know each other are worth the extra effort. Just put down the smartphone, close the laptop, and enjoy each other's company face-to-face the old-fashioned way. There are few joys in life that equal a good conversation, a genuine laugh, a long walk, a friendly dance, or a big hug shared by two people who care about each other. Sometimes the most ordinary things can be made extraordinary just by doing them with the right people. So choose to be around these people and choose to make the most of your time together. Angel and I discuss this in detail in the relationships chapter of 1,000 Little Things Happy, Successful People Do Differently. Number seven, be true to yourself. This one is more anecdotal than specific, but perhaps the most important point of them all. When the guardian asked a hospice nurse about the most common regrets of the dying, one of the prevalent answers was that people regretted not being true to themselves. As one patient put it, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. May that quote dwell in your mind and remind you to make your needs a priority. Because ultimately, no matter how you live or how wonderful you are, someone else will be disappointed. So do your thing. Don't hesitate and waste all your time with lots of explanations. Most people only hear what they wanna hear anyway. Just because someone doesn't understand your point of view doesn't mean a great explanation doesn't exist. Seriously, can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Happiness is found when you stop comparing yourself to everyone else and what they want. Stop living for other people and their opinions. Be true to yourself. You are the only person in charge of your life. The only question is, what do you want to do with the rest of it? start doing it. As they say, there are seven days in the week and someday isn't one of them. You just listened to part two of the post titled Seven Habits to Start in Seven Days to Guarantee a Year of Happiness by Mark Sharanoff from markandangel.com. I think that's enough for today. It is Friday. Have a happy one and a great start to your weekend. I will be back tomorrow with a post from Kristen Wong. It's been a long time. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.